I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page Devar Torah on Parshas Breshis, which I wrote and published on my blog on October 5th, 2021. And the title of the article is How, in parentheses, okay, meaning the word how is in parentheses, How Did Hashem Speak to Cain? You'll get it when you hear it. <laughs> According to the Pshat, the plain meaning of the text, Hashem addresses Cain three times. The first is in Breshis 4, Psukim 6 through 7, where he says, Hashem said to Cain, why are you angry, etc. The second is in Breshis 4, 9 through 12, where it says, Hashem said to Cain, where is Hevel your brother, etc. And the third is in Breshis 4, 15, where it says, Hashem said to him, to Cain, therefore anyone who kills Cain, etc. The question is, how? According to the Rambam in Hilkos Yusodia Torah chapter 7, Hashem only grants nevuah, prophecy, to those who are on a, the highest level of perfection. Cain certainly falls short of the requisite level of ethical perfection, as indicated by the rejection of his korban, his sacrifice, his reaction of anger and dejection, his decision to murder his brother, and his denial of culpability. Regarding his intellectual perfection, some commentators learn that Cain's act of murder and subsequent denial indicate that he harbored false beliefs about divine omniscience. Midrashic commentaries ascribe to him additional heretical beliefs. Cain is not exactly Navi material. Radak wrote a full commentary on Sefer Breshis, which unfortunately isn't very well known because it's not printed in the standard Mikros Kodolos. Even less well known is his Perush Hanistar, his esoteric commentary on Breshis 2.7 through 5.1, which is available on alhatorah.org. It is in this esoteric commentary on chapter 4, Psukim 6 through 7, that Radak suggests a radical answer to our question. Quote, so this is his comments on Hashem said to Cain. Radak says, the will of God, namely the human intellect, responded to Cain's wrath and anger by saying to him, why did you get angry and why did you become crestfallen? And then in the next comment on the Deber Hamaska, isn't it true that if you improve, etc., Radak writes, his intellect taught him the path of tshuva, end quote. Seemingly, according to Radak's comments, Hashem didn't speak to Cain at all. Rather, it was Cain's own intellect, which expresses the will of God, that rebuked him for his anger and enlightened him about tshuva. This is reminiscent of the Rambam's second explanation in Hilchus Tshuva 6.5 of what David HaMelech meant when he said, quote from Tehillim 25.8, Good and upright is Hashem, therefore he instructs sinners on the path. Ramam writes, quote, This means that he, God, implanted within them, sinners, the capacity to learn and to understand, for this tendency is within every human being, namely, that as long as he is drawn to the paths of Chachma, wisdom, and Sedek, righteousness, he will desire them and pursue them. This is what the sages meant by one who comes to be purified will be assisted, meaning to say he will find himself assisted in the matter. End quote. Now, before we get carried away with the implications of our findings, we must contextualize the Radak's comments within the mission statement of his esoteric commentary. On Breshis 2.7, he writes, quote, The Adam mentioned in the Pasuk, uh, the Pasuk Hashem Elohim formed the Adam, refers in the Nigla, in the non-esoteric reading, to Adam Harishon. But in the Nister, 
in the esoteric reading, it refers to the name of the species. Both are true, but the nigla is for the masses and the nister is for the individuals who are the excellent among the masses, end quote. In other words, Radak doesn't deny the literal truth of the pshat, according to which Hashem did speak with Cain. Unfortunately, this means that Radak's esoteric commentary ultimately does not answer our original question. And yet, Radak's esoteric reading opens an intriguing can of worms. Does the Torah ever use divine communication as a narrative device rather than as a factual account of prophetic communication? Rambam is certainly comfortable with giving non-literal interpretations of divine speech, as cited above from Hilchus Tshuva chapter 6, and as he writes about in the Mor Nevuchim 2.48 and in 3.22. While such interpretations are not to be posited gratuitously, it is noteworthy that such an approach exists and can be found in the writings of mainstream commentators. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.